Welcome to The Good Guys with Rebecca Zink, a podcast where we dish on everything from how to find your ideal partner, how to keep your ideal partner, and actionable steps so you can have the love you deserve. I'm not your typical dating and relationship coach. I believe good guys finish first and you deserve your time to shine. I have an intense love of movies, knitting, and all things creating. Your girl here is a certified life coach and people expert who's helped people around the world know their worth and find the love they're looking for. I promise by tuning in, you'll get a fresh dose of clarity, confidence, and inspiration so you can master your love life and take it to the next level. Hey guys, welcome back to The Good Guys. So this week's topic, um, someone submitted. I do have a link in my Instagram profile if anyone wants to submit any topics or suggestions um, for the podcast because I want to help you. (laughs) But basically, they asked what the solution was if a partner is more dominant. There are so many facets to this um, and also what the ultimate goal is. I'm going to do my absolute best to cover all of the ground without having more context. But if you need more context, please feel free to message me um, or you know send me another anonymous thing. So what to do when a partner is more dominant in a relationship, what the solution is. I'm going to assume by this person's language of what is the solution that the fact their partner is more dominant is a problem. And there's a couple ways we can go about this, right? We have to establish how dominant the person is and where that dominance is showing up. And in extreme cases, and I say this as someone who is in an abusive relationship, that dominance can assert itself in controlling who you're friends with, who you see, where you go. It can control what you wear. Um, I know personally for me, um, I, what I wore was very controlled. I couldn't, I could only wear certain things when I wasn't with my partner. Um, and so that does impact how we figure out the solution. If we're in a situation where someone is actively trying to control who you are as a person, and how you show up, and there's no accountability on their end for their own behavior, um, and a lot of times when when we a lot of times when we're in situations like that we get a lot of blame they blame us for our actions for our behavior for our reactions and they don't take any accountability and so if you're in a extreme situation where your partner is more dominant to the point of controlling who you are as a person and how you show up as a person without taking accountability for their own behaviors it's really important to look into support groups to help establish if that is a situation you want to stay in. And there's lots of, you know, things out there, um, lots of support groups. The biggest thing is identifying it yourself. And I say this because I was in an abusive relationship and I didn't know it was an abusive relationship until a year later. And so sometimes we don't want to see what's right in front of us, whether it's our own, you know, shame or judgment against ourselves, not necessarily what other people would say, but that, that's a difficult thing to accept about ourselves, that we would allow ourselves to be in a situation where we are being controlled. It is hard for us to admit that we have allowed ourselves to be in a situation where someone has dominated us when we haven't asked for it or when they don't respect our boundaries. And there can be a lot of guilt and shame in that. And so it's important to 
start to see that dominance in your partner and understand how it shows up and really call it what it is. So you don't have to wait a year to call it what it is. If you're in a situation that isn't as extreme as that, and it's more just someone is dominant and that can show up in being argumentative. It can still show up in, in controlling ways that seem that are slightly less controlling. But if you're not in a, an extreme case of having a partner who's more dominant, um, it's still important to see how that dominance establishes itself. It can show up as your partner being really argumentative. It can still show up in certain controlling ways. Like maybe it's not as drastic as, um, you know, forcing you to share your passcode to your phone so they can read your messages, but it can still be a controlling thing of, well, you can't wear this, um, you know, you can't wear shorts because they're unprofessional or any, anything like that, where it's, it feels like if you were to go against it, it would be a fight. That can also be a sign of dominance. The solution I'm going to say out of context, because I don't know the context of this person's situation, but the con the, and the context would help, but the solution to having a dominant partner first is to figure out what kind of dominance it is and how it makes you feel and start to open up those grounds of communication. And, he, and the problem with a lot of people, especially strong personality types, is they're not always very open to constructive criticism. And so it, it is important how you go about this con this communication so you can heighten the chances of getting your solution. And so if I were you, I would wait until they're in a like loving mood because you know, we, we all, all of our moods fluctuate and sometimes we're more receptive to conversations than other times. So if they've had a long day and they're like, or they're in a bad mood or they're tired, like just wait until they're in a better mood. But then I would bring up what's been bothering you. Use I statements. I statements are a really important part of communication because it immediately de-escalates um, where the other, it immediately de-escalates the situation because it removes blame from the other person. So I statements are really important, but you can also use these statements to kind of ask where the other person is coming from. And so if you say something to the effect of, I feel really dismissed or emasculated or whatever the case is, when I don't do something right, but it feels like I'm always doing something wrong, you can ask the other person, what is it that I can do better? What's at the root of those arguments? What's at the root of that nitpicking? You can use different language. Sometimes we can't, but their reaction, their response is going to help show you where this relationship stands. Because if they're like, wow, I didn't know you, feel, you felt this way. Here's where I'm coming from. I feel like a lot of this stuff is common sense and you should just know it. Now, now we're getting to the root of the problem. They feel like you should be a mind reader and you can't read minds. You guys have to meet somewhere in the middle of, I can't do everything to your you know, specifications. I'm my own person. You know, I'm allowed to load the dishwasher a certain way. If there's, you know, can I load it the way I like to load it but still remove the food from the plates? Finding that compromise will really help.
if they push back and they're not willing to listen or hear where you're coming from and they get defensive, let it simmer down, but you have to try again. At some point you're going to reach the point of just not being heard and not being listened to and you yourself will start to feel like I don't deserve this treatment. And I, I actually had this with a friend. Um, he was running into issues with his longtime partner um, to the point where he was on the verge of breaking up with her. And we, we, you know, I called him and we had a conversation and I had to tell him, your needs aren't being met. And if your needs aren't being met, this is not a healthy relationship because you are bending over backwards to meet her needs and she's doing nothing to meet yours. So that's great that all these other things are really great and wonderful, but the root of your relationship isn't. She's not listening, she's not willing to change, she's not willing to take accountability. So either it's going to work or it's not, right? I mean, everyone we date, it's either going to last forever or it's gonna end and it can only last forever with one person. And so I kind of told all of this to him and he ultimately made the decision of putting his foot down and drawing those boundaries of these are my needs and they need to be met. And it wasn't a threat of, you know, if my needs aren't met, I'm leaving you because that's not really a threat if you're putting yourself first because you're not being treated the way that you're meant to be treated, it's setting a boundary. And so he set this boundary with her and she rose to the occasion and now they're engaged. <laughs> but um, you have to give the people in your life an opportunity to rise to those occasions. And if you don't give them that opportunity, then you don't actually know how they're showing up for a relationship, but you know how you're showing up because you're, you're withholding. You're not being your authentic self. You're not showing up for yourself or this other person in the way that in the way that you need to and you're also not showing up for the relationship in the way that you need to so first and foremost the solution to having a partner that's more dominant than you is to establish what kind of dominance that is how it shows up for them how it shows up for you how it shows up for the relationship and determining how exactly it makes you feel and what those actions are you know, whether it is telling you what you can and can't wear or who you can and can't see, like how does that make you feel? So then the next step, number two, is going to this person armed with your language and your communication skills of all the, the ways you feel from these behaviors and why, and trying to have that open communication with them. Once you establish that open communication, you'll be able to see how they react. And that's number three, seeing how they react. Because if they react in a receptive way and they're, they want to fix things, they want to work on things, and this is just one of those hard conversations where you fight, and yell maybe and maybe you yell and you know you're trying to break down why they feel the need to be controlling and how that makes you feel and how you're not willing to put up with it anymore now you can actually start to heal whatever those wounds are if they're not receptive then you run into the the, the real hard problem of is this a good fit and only you can decide that only you can decide is this how I want to be treated? And again, we go back to everyone we date is either going to end or it's going to last forever. And only one person can last forever. So it's really important for you, even if it, this is a casual situation, because again, I have no context, but even if it's a casual situation, you need to get into what would it look like if this was the person 
that lasted forever and they're not willing to have open communication about how I'm feeling. That, I mean, that's kind of a problem, right? You, you wanna figure that out because 20 years from now, you could, re five years from now even, you could realize, I saw this sign, I saw these red flags and I didn't do anything about it. I allowed the red flags to happen. And I'm telling you this as someone who's had experience with letting red flags happen, serious red flags happen, that's not a good spot to be in. It doesn't feel good. You feel so shitty. You feel shame and guilt. And um, that alone takes a lot of healing. And so you're in the unique position where you already recognize that there is a problem that needs to be fixed. And the, the only way to fix that is to communicate, but you need to establish, you need to establish the emotions that are involved and the triggers that are involved. What about this person doing this one thing makes you feel this way? Why do you feel this way when this person does it? And a lot of times it is because someone is asserting control over a situation that they have no business asserting control over. They need to learn to let things go because you are an individual and they're an individual and they have no business running your life. If you've been together for a while, there's partnership and there's dominance. And so partnership is when you work together to work on the situation, but dominance is one per when one person takes control, but with enough dominance, the other person loses their autonomy. They lose their agency. They lose their voice. And that's when we get into situations of, you know, a marriage of 50 years, there's a, there's kind of a silent partner because one person has just made all of the decisions and you don't want to lose your autonomy. You're your own person. This life is short. You need to live it and living it with another person requires these hard conversations and those hard decisions of, is this someone I want it to last forever with? And if so, Am I willing to accept this kind of treatment for however long I'm willing to accept it? And only you can make those, those calls. Um, so, you know, quick recap, if you have a partner that's more dominant and you want a solution to that, you need to establish the ways that they're showing up as being dominant. You need to establish what they do and how those things make you feel. You need to communicate with them. And then you need to see how they respond to that communication. Um, and then you have to make the decision. You just have to make the decision of how you want to move forward because one person might be willing to work on a, on a relationship, but it takes two. And if you are willing to work on it and they're not, then it's not a relationship. Didn't have much context um, because some of that does play a part. You know, I hope that helps listeners, um, whoever submitted that. But if you have any more questions or thoughts, um, please feel free to comment, subscribe, send me a message. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, my website, my links are in the bios. I hope that helps. Um, and I wish you all the best. You deserve to be treated with respect and love. We all do. Um, and if you're not receiving that and your partner isn't willing to work on that, then I think that's kind of all the answer you need. So until next time, fools, I will see you later.